0: Welcome to Love to Homeschool Podcast. I'm so excited to be here today with Melanie Ballard, my good friend. And Melanie is an amazing woman who has homeschooled her children from the very beginning and her oldest is 13 years old. 14 years old. And he they're all amazing kids. She has seven wonderful, beautiful children. And Melanie has created so much value for everyone around her. She does mentoring and she has created a wonderful retreat called Mom's Retreat that we'll talk about later. But Melanie, I'm so glad to have you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I just, um, to start off, I just wanted everyone to hear your story. Why you started homeschooling. I know that every mom goes through that period where we're deciding do we do this? We have this feeling to do it, you know, and we're thinking about it. And I wanted to hear your story and just how it came about and what inspired you to homeschool your children. Great. Thank you.
1: Um, I grew up thinking that homeschooling was very odd, more like cruel and unusual punishment. <laughs> um, I had neighbors growing up that were homeschooled and uh, I, I secretly liked them, though I wasn't a big enough woman to be their friends in public. Isn't that terrible? No, um, we all have that. But they were socially odd um, and kind of the stereotypical thing of, of what I wanted to avoid. In fact, my husband and I, when we got engaged, we had made a pact that we would never homeschool our children. <laughs> <laughs> be careful what you say. Yeah. So, when my oldest boy was two years old, my mother-in-law gave me a book by Dr. James Dobson, who's a child psychologist. He's a very religious man. He's, um, I think he's Baptist. And it's called Dare to Discipline. And in that book, there was a little section about education. And he said, if he were to do it all over again, he would homeschool his children. And I, that really surprised me because I thought, hmm, I really respected this man. And so then he listed a study, and um, it said that if you homeschooled your children, well, if you kept your children home, no preschool, and then kept them home for kindergarten, first, maybe second grade, so roughly to the age of eight, and then just went ahead and put them back into the school system, um, they would be dramatically less susceptible to peer pressure through high school. And I thought... Wow! If there's anything I could give my kids, I would love to do that—to be able to have the, give them power to stand on their own and not follow the crowd. So that just opened the door, and I said, "Okay, I can I can do kindergarten, I can do first grade, and then they're not going to be weird, and I can just put them <laughs> straight in, and this is going to work great." Um, so I started going to conferences, and I started bringing my husband, and then I got hooked. Um, I I just was not able to turn back. It was really amazing um the new vision and paradigm that opened up for me as as I explored the world of homeschooling. So um like you said Jenny, I have seven children ranging 14 down to 1. And homeschooling hasn't been perfectly easy. And there has been oh let me, let me change that. Homeschooling has been very hard. <laughs> And um, many times where I feel like I was failing, uh, especially if my husband felt like I was failing, then I really felt like I was failing. But it has been the, oh, if not one of, it has been one of the very best decisions I have ever made in my life. And not just for my children, but for me, it has changed my life dramatically. One of the things that really caught me. That said, um, I've got to homeschool. I'm I'm not turning back. This is the clencher that says that it's worth it. Is this idea that every person is born with a God given mission to fulfill in life, and that you cater an education around that, and so you discover your children's genius, their purpose. You connect with God, um, and and you live the life that they're meant to live, which is. Um, daunting and scary and really exciting and fabulous. But as I'm teaching my children this and I'm preparing and I'm thinking about it, I think, well, oh, my goodness, that means I have a mission to fulfill in life too.
0: Right.
1: And I had to just kind of take the same path and follow this. And that has been a very, very joyous, um, happy, thrilling, stretching, refining, uh, fabulous, grand path that I am still very much on and still feel like I'm in the beginning of in many ways, but um, it's taking me places I would have never gone before, I'm sure. (laughs) Um, So the thing that keeps me homeschooling is um, this sense of mission, of this sense of purpose in life, and the way to gain that is through your connection to God and Him um, revealing that piece by piece and step by step for yourself and for your children and for your husband. That's another thing is that um, uh, I firmly believe that missions aren't just for me individually, but they go together as a couple, that my husband and I share much of the same mission um, and that it lasts a lifetime. And so we're continuing to grow and and develop and and figure that out. And so it's, it's lots of fun. Um there are times that I feel like, you know, this isn't working. My children aren't the superstars that I wanted them to be when I, they were all born, and I envisioned this perfect path. Um, or, you know, we're lacking skills, or I look at my day and I say, I'm, you know, I can't get it all done, not not achieving. you know, those days are tough, but um, you you have these thrilling moments. When you can see little bits of success, actually great big bits of success, um, when you see your children doing things on their own, when you see them developing into people that they're supposed to be, and when you see God's hand um, intervening, jumping in, and guiding things, and um, you think these things could have never happened had I not Chosen this route. Now, I firmly believe that you can follow your God given mission if you public school. I know lots of people who are doing it, but I think it's a harder path. Right. It seems like an easier one day-to-day to, day to let someone else educate your child. And I'm not saying that you can't still do that. I know—I I respect lots of people that do homeschooling many different ways. I know people that do have dual enrollment. They go to school part of the day and part home or, or at different ages or some years on, some years off. I, I respect all those decisions. Um, but the easiest way to have them connect with God and— to really be able to fulfill a God-given mission is at home with the freedom, free from those systems, to be able to cater it perfectly to your child and how you want your home catered. So, very, very fun and fulfilling.
0: Right. I love your story. I love the idea of the mission. And I think with my own kids, I try to follow that, you know, that path of what do they need today, you know? And I think what you're saying, I mean, with— When they, every day, sometimes it's hard and it's like, am I doing it? And I know so many moms out there listening to this podcast feel like they're letting their kids down sometimes. And But I agree with the day-to-day kind of moves forward and there can be days like that. But when you look back on the progress that they've made and that they can have that divine mission and have it fulfilled, did you find... One thing that was so hard for me and is still hard now is that sometimes I find myself slipping back into the, like, they have to do these things every day. This is what they did at the school. This is what I did when I went to school, you know, And and it feels so important some days. And I think that's where some moms fall into feeling like a failure because sometimes when we don't do certain things every day like they do at school, at the public school, then you kind of feel like, oh no, they're falling behind or something, you know? And so for, for me, that's been something that I struggle with and that I try to break through every day, you know? Just try to break away from that and try to be able to really follow my inspiration and intuition as a mother and listen you know, and so what advice would you give to moms trying to really follow that path of divine mission?
1: Oh, that's such a great question. And it is a hard path because we've gone through, you know, 14 or more, you know, depending on how much um, formal education you've been in the system. It's grounded into us. It says test-taking, um, those numbers are the Appropriate or the correct assessment of how you're doing in an education, um, and grade levels and you know numbers. <laughs> it's very hard, and especially as you associate with other moms and they're talking about these and you see that they're they're um, that that they're doing different things with their days and with their with their kids even once they get home and they're it's a talking about the testing and skill level and everything of their whole worth is dependent upon these levels and whether they're two points behind or ahead or six months or a year, whatever, and that that means everything, and it's hard. Very hard to separate yourself from that. Um, So I try and um, stabilize my vision every day. Connecting with God every day, um, formally undisturbed, um, full presence, Um. That says, I am here to receive inspiration, to know that I'm okay, to know where is correction, time every day, a good chunk of time. I spend um, 20 to 20 minutes to an hour a day. And I don't skip it rarely. That is that is the most important time. And then I try and spend about the same amount of time with my children, doing the same thing, connecting to God. Increase in our vision. So my vision, I, I've really gotten excited about this. You know, we live in a very different day and age, and I think our school system is set up um, to have some good success in years past, but I'm not sure that it's really creating the success that we want in the future. In the future, right, even now, we really do not need to have facts memorized and dates memorized or be able to do exact math all the time. All those things are really great for your brain. Anything you can recall on your own is fabulous. But the thing that our society is lacking and will continue to become um, uh, uh, a demand in the workforce and in intelligence and everything is character. I think if you ask any employer, they can teach just about anybody anything they need to be able to do a job well, but you cannot teach integrity and honesty, and hard work, and ingenuity, and to be able to um, um, be creative. If you have a child that has made a really nice connection with God and can receive inspiration about all of the tech, and and further the world in technology and advancements and all kinds of things, that is something you just cannot teach. Um, Our problem today is not with how much information people know, it's with addictions. It's with family breakups, It's with relationships. It's with not knowing who you are. It's that's our problems, and our school systems are not preparing us per se to be able to succeed in what really is needed in the future. Um, I'm. I firmly believe I, I can. I can ramble about this for a little while, but setting this vision in my mind about what is going to be needed in the future, I really believe that we're ahead. Um, we're We've got some crises ahead of us in America and around the world, and that's wonderful. I'm not a doomsdayer. I was just telling my mom today, I think I'm kind of an excited doomsdayer. I really (laughs) think this is kind of a a great piece of life, but it's not going to be an easy piece, and our future is not something that we're going to be able to predict, um, judged on the past very well. Um, And so, who does know the future? And who knows what part our children are going to play in the future and who knows what they're going to need. And I'm not positive that the most important thing is going to be their math testing score, their ACT scores. I think that's probably quite a bit lower, although the discipline that it takes to get a good ACT score might be important in their mission. The discipline that says, I am going to choose to use my mind rather than play games, I would say, electronic games, you know, or or things like that that don't enrich your soul. Um anyway, I, I think the vision is that God knows our future and that He will prepare us and He will prepare our children and that we need to leave completely step back from society's um, way of judging success, especially if we've t- decided to take this completely different route and say, "Okay, I'm going to homeschool and I'm going to I'm going to do it so differently. I'm not going to say exactly 10 minutes a day of this and 20 minutes a day of this and so many pages of this and this grade level. I'm going to explore and I'm going to care about their character and their soul and I'm going to have them love nature and I'm going to have them understand who they are and and develop relationships as well as all those academic things. Um, and attempt to do the impossible and create these really wonderful, perfect children, I guess, in in our minds sometimes. But if I'm going to do this completely different route, then you cannot stop and say, but I will judge my success levels upon the public school success levels. You have to set your own level of success and say, a successful day is this. It's when I've connected to God. It's when my children have— connected to God, it's when we've explored our missions, it's when we've learned discipline through lots of different areas and not so many minutes a day or so many pages a day of straight academics.
0: Right. Oh, I love your answer so much. I'm already dying to re-listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I, I, sweet. I just, what it, I mean, that's just such a bigger vision than the everyday, like what you're saying, worksheet or whatever, you know? It's like looking at the whole picture, the whole vision every single day. I love that. I just think what a blessing to have these kids where you can say, you know, how do you feel? Like what are you being given? What inspiration are you having? And training them so that they can figure out and be empowered in that way so that when they are older and they are our future they do know how to do those things because you're right that those things are taught in the home and i don't and i'm the same as you i'm not against the public school or anything but i agree that it's easier to fulfill a mission when you have the space and the time, and the love of your family.
1: Right? Yes. So big. It just again, big picture um, is much harder to fulfill at home day by day, but far easier in the long run. Right. And that that you have to keep in you know keep that in mind. Day by day is is hard. Big picture, big vision is is an easy burden. Is is an easy yoke. And a light burden
0: awesome thank you so much melanie i'm so glad that we could hear from you today i'm sure you've uplifted and inspired so many thank you for having me it was my pleasure for coming.